Namaste. My name is Neelima. Welcome to Reflections Along the Way podcast where you will be listening to reflections from experiences and learnings along my life's journey. In the previous episode we spoke about the play of gunas and how these gunas affect our ability to experience our true self which is the pure consciousness brahman as stated by vedanta depending on our own mix of gunas we perceive the world in a certain way and we perceive our relationship to the supreme reality also in a certain way each of us has different mix of gunas and that's what makes each of us unique also and based on our own mix of gunas we perceive the world and we perceive the relationship to the pure consciousness differently to an ordinary person his body is himself so the identification with his body is very very strong he lives for the body he strives for the body and he sees nothing else as a goal for life than seeking sensuous enjoyments for a person who is in that state the only relationship to the supreme reality can be of separateness he sees himself to be very different from the rest of the world he doesn't see himself as a part of the whole now to another section of people who are a little bit more evolved they recognize that they are not only just their bodies but they are also beings with a mind and intellect for those people the human being is a sacred creature who possess godly powers in the manifestation of mind and intellect so those kinds of people study science poetry they recognize all the great thinkers all the great discoveries of the world they see man as a, a glorious thinking creature who might not be much inferior to that of god for people with this degree of development they see the relationship to the reality is that of being a part of the whole so because all of us are like having such different natures indian saints have provided different approaches to truth dualism qualified non-dualism non-dualism dualism or dvaita concludes that the lord and his devotee are two different entities the relationship that the devotee has with the lord is of complete surrender in love and reverence and the goal of humankind the supreme goal of humankind is to surrender to him to reach his feet and to remain there in his service now the other approach the next approach is qualified non dualism or vishishta advaita this contends that devotee is part of the whole the lord not separate from him there is only one entity the third approach is non dualism or advaita vedanta which concludes that man is in essence god a student of dualism views the truth in reference to his body and a student of qualified non dualism views the truth with reference to his psychological personality the perfect student of vedanta however he discovers that 
neither his body nor his mind or intellect component is really himself he feels that there is some other power which is more subtler than the mind and intellect component within him to this student the guru endorses the conclusions provides him with all the arguments and leads him to that center that life that self that lies within the seeker himself when that student who comes to understand the significance of the teacher's words and meditates upon his true nature he experiences firsthand that he himself is that which he was seeking he gains that perfect knowledge and he becomes self realized hanuman who is a great devotee of shri rama describes these three kinds of relationship to the truth in ramayana as he relates his relationship to his guru hanuman says o lord at moments when i am steeped in my body consciousness i am your slave when i identify myself with my mind and intellect i am a part of you and when i am one with my own nature as the spirit i am yourself so our relationship with that supreme reality can be explained in three different ways depending on our own state of mind even the greatest sage has moments when he is conscious of the sorrows of physical pain at at those moments even he falls at the lord's feet and mentally seeks his mercy in other moments he may be conscious of some mental agitation and an irresistible outburst in form of poetry art or any other expression and in those moments he recognizes a power within himself that is almost a part of the lord himself and in those moments when is completely retired from the outer coverings of matter be it the body mind or intellect he sees himself as i am that so at that point there is no difference between the individual and the supreme reality they constitute one perfect whole so these three schools of thought dualism qualified non-dualism and non-dualism they are not competing with each other or they are not contradicting theories they are just explanation of different stages that we must pass through in our spiritual journey to reach that peak of perfection uh, swami ji says that only the intellectual pundits who are trying to establish one uh, school of thought as superior to the other quarrel when we step on the path of spiritual practice we realize that these three are three pilgrimages where we rest and proceed ahead every pilgrim must first visit madhvacharya who is the main exponent of dualism from where he proceeds to worship ramanuja who is the main exponent of qualified non-dualism and then alone he can reach the portals of vedanta shri shankaracharya who is the main exponent of advaita vedanta where he can find his ultimate release from the bondage of maya thank you for listening to today's reflections if you would like to connect with me please visit bluishmuse.com until next time namaste